Welcome to BizHaps, a show where entrepreneurs tell quick hit bite-sized stories from their business life that teach, entertain, and inspire us to grow. Be sure to follow us and subscribe on Apple or Spotify so you don't miss another episode. My name is Ana Gonzalez, and I'm your host. Through my work with entrepreneurs over the years, we've seen our fair share of big wins and tough losses. Sometimes they're funny and sometimes they're painful, but they always teach us the lessons we need to learn, whether we are ready or not. This show was made to honor those little stories that help us take big steps forward. BizHaps is brought to you by Factor One. If you're an entrepreneur and want to grow your business fast, we install a simple framework that can inject quick cash into your business in as little as seven days. And we've got a proven track record in over 30 different industries. To learn more, go to factor1.io. That's factor1.io. Today's guest is Marie Sennett. Marie Sennett, Marie Sennett, I'm sorry, Marie Sennett, certified yoga teacher and transitional life coach, works one-on-one with her clients designing a yoga and meditation plan tailored to their needs for a healthy body and mind, making them completely ready to live their dream retirement. A yoga practitioner since 1997, Marie, Marie struggled as a busy civil rights lawyer for decades to make the time needed to make her body strong and flexible and her mind relaxed and focused so she could be ready to live a dream retirement she always wanted. Marie is going to share a bit about reinvention. Marie, welcome to the show. Tell me your story. Uh, thanks so much, Anna. It's great to be here. So I was a civil rights attorney for 30 plus years. Um, I did criminal defense as a public defender. So I didn't get to choose my cases. I didn't get to choose my clients. Mm. And then I represented folks who were incarcerated. Um, so wow. I had a very crazy, busy life. <laughs> and <laughs> I got tired of it. I just I, I, I loved my clients, but I hated the fight. Um, and not so much the fight in the courts, but the fight in the system to put Mm. it that way. So I decided to go and become the yoga teacher I always wanted to be. I found yoga in 1997. It lifted me. It made me feel good. It was the first time my brain stopped thinking about things and I could just relax and unwind. And I decided to bring this gift to other people, but I had no idea how. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. So COVID hit and um, I found this coaching program where I could do an online program. And I dived in and it was, it was a lot of tech, which I never knew before. And so I was pulling my hair out, but I learned the tech. I was a lot of graphics. I learned that. I learned a number of different things. Um, the one thing I didn't get though from the program was my own program where I could work with people that someone would want to buy. Mm. So I got out there and I was trying and, um, you know, everything I was offering, you could find on YouTube. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was a little devastating because I have this wonderful <laughs> heart <laughs> and I wanted to give. Um, so then I, I found a coach that I could work with and we retooled. And um, she asked me why I actually started thinking about teaching yoga. And I told her that my husband had told me when I was working 60 hour weeks that I needed to think because we wanted to have this really fun, exciting retirement. Um, But the way I was going, I was not taking care of myself and it was going to become doctor appointment after doctor appointment after doctor appointment. Mm -hmm. And so together we focused in on getting people ready for retirement, taking people who were too busy to nourish themselves now and help them realize you got to do it now so you can have the fun you work so hard for. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, It was, it was invigorating. And I've had a number of clients go through the program now. And uh, what I find interesting is one of the things that I teach is how to say no. So you can carve out your time. You can protect that time and make sure nothing gets in the way of it. 
And women, as you probably know, Anna, we're raised to take care of others and it's selfish to take care of us. Mm -hmm. Learning how to say no. (laughs) That speaks to my bones. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Learning how to say no. And I'd have them write 10 ways to say no. So that way, when someone came up and asked them to do something that would interfere with their self-care, they could say things like, I'm really honored you asked me, but I just don't have the capacity to do that right now. So it would just Mm -hmm. tumble off of their tongue and they could protect that time. Um, So that was the big secret that that everybody got to learn. (laughs) That is awesome. And uh, it's very interesting how sometimes we choose to do things and then we realize, oh. I mean, I like this, I love this, but maybe this is not for me. And the way that you changed and you switched your life and also the focus that you gave it to to live a better retirement and for your target to be that, uh, Marie, that that's so awesome. I, I'm just like mind blown. And also, uh, I'm really interested in seeing your list because, yeah, saying no is very important. And there's ways to say, I mean, no is a complete sentence. Right. But there's also ways to for you to say, for we, for us to say no um, in a more responsible way than just blocking it out as like, oh, I'm just like... I'm just busy. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a, a way of doing it that's respectful of the person who's asking you to do something, even if they're asking you to do something you have no desire to do whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So that by telling them this isn't the right thing, um, then they can feel better about you rejecting them. Um, yes. What I, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I have I have my clients make their own list with their own words. Um, and some of them, they, they easily get to five. And then they get a little stuck. So I shared my list with with them um, when they're stuck. And I tell them that they can't steal, but they can adapt. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It has to be their words. It has to be from their heart. Well, thank you so much for sharing this with us. Uh, Marie, who do you serve and how can those people find you? Well, I work with folks who are 50 and older so that we can get ready to live that dream retirement. And the best way to find me is on Facebook. And it's Marie Senate LLC. Um, pretty simple. And my Facebook group is the, 50, the Fabulous 50s and Beyond, getting ready for a healthy and exciting retirement. Love it. Well, that's it for today. Thanks so much to our guest, Marie Senate, for coming in and sharing his story about reinvention. If you've got a bizhep of your own and you'd like to be on the show, go to bizhebs.com and we'll put you on the calendar. If you like this episode and want more, be sure to follow us on Apple or Spotify so you can get your daily dose. One bizhep a day keeps it burning away. Just a quick reminder, if you're looking for help leveling up your business, go to factor1.io. See you tomorrow. Hey, thanks for listening to BizHaps. My name is Josh Thomas, and I'm the founder of Factor One. Anna and I started this podcast because we wanted to connect with more entrepreneurs who had interesting stories to tell. We're always looking for more business owners to connect with and feature. So if you know anyone else who might have a good story or two, introduce us by sending them to bizhaps.com. And if you're running a service-based business that's looking to grow this year, Let's talk about how we can slingshot you into momentum with a quick injection of cash and sales. Our clients typically see results in as little as seven days. To learn more, go to factor1.io.
Factor1.io. That's Factor1.io.